0: on and listen to Crazy Train Radio.
1: You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy
2: Train Radio?
3: You look like hell,
1: and I could look the same.
2: What's the photo
1: for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the
2: truth! You can't handle the truth! truth,
1: truth. truth
0: true i love scotch i love scotch scotch has got scotch here it goes down down into my belly what's it open
3: Say it.
1: Say it. 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 Don't mess with me. I'm one crazy nooboo.
2: Hey, this is The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, Impact World Champion, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.
1: Hey, folks. It's your least favorite host in a podcast world, Croc jonathan Steele. boy do we have a good one for you today ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages this next guest is a young hard-hitting canadian athlete who showed up to impact wrestling with a plan to dominate which as we speak he has accomplished that for the most part former impact world tag team champion x division champion as well he is currently in his second reign as impact world champion you can catch this guy compete every thursday on access tv during impact wrestling show let's welcome impact world champion josh alexander good afternoon sir afternoon Dr. Mike, <laughs> would you like to go ahead and start off? Yeah,
0: let me give my long-winded. You took some of my thunder, but that's cool. Speaking of thunder, because this is one of Canada's greatest athletes, just the pride of Impact. Now, whether it's Whipper Watson, Big Thunder, Gene Kaniski, the Vachon, Leo Jonathan, uh, the Russo spread, so many Canadian Hall of Famers. This guy's an obvious first ballot, first uh, first timer Hall of Famer, and classy current Impact World Champion again. You've held all the titles uh, in Impact uh, prior to the Internet one. Uh, had classic bouts, and I know you've been doing lots of press for weeks. You guys are you and Jordan Grace are in Louisville today, tomorrow, talking up next week. Two big nights of Impact Wrestling. Let me get back down to it. Uh, and they're major shows at at uh, a fantastic venue. There. Let me bring it up here for. Um, Uh, At the Paris Town, Old Foresters Paris Town Hall in Louisville, both nights, Friday, Saturday, July 15th and 16th, starting at 6.30 p.m. They're going to be taping them for future Impact uh, shows. And, of course, there'll be all kinds of surprises, all of the Impact wrestling stars that you know and love. Uh, Jordan Grace, Taya Valkyrie, and uh, Rosemary, the new tag champions, and many others. But, Josh you you're doing all of this pr and you've been doing it for seemingly months for anything and everything all these fantastic pay-per-views special events uh, for impact plus members that you can also watch impact on and today is like full day of impact you can start your day at noon pacific time watching impact uh classic pay-per-views whether tna on it's like a full day of impact ending finally right after the two-hour big impact show brand new impact show with uh, an hour of new japan uh, do you enjoy doing press? Is it, it it's just part of the job, particularly when you're a global world champion?
2: Yeah, yeah it's part of the job It's to be expected with being uh, the person, you know, shouldered with the world championship as well as, you know, being the face of the company as everybody refers me to. Uh, but honestly, other than the travel, this is easy. Like I, I can talk about pro wrestling, especially impact wrestling all day long because I've been a fan since
0: 2002 myself, so... It's so amazing, and the career you've had, just even looking since you came to Impact of the last X amount of months, say the last year, winning your first world championship from Christian, big deal, and the grueling feud with Noose, which everybody was on their feet rooting for you in, and um, I just want to add, of course, Joe Doring, the All-Japan monster, defeating him, giving him his very first loss, I believe of any kind, but especially a pinfall loss, that was huge last week. At center stage, or um, you know, within the roster, uh, you know, and I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but who would you like to face next? Who are some uh, talents? Because, like right off the bat, I was thinking of some of these honor no more folks, and the leader Eddie Edwards, who is a you know like Chris Saban and 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 many others on up to Rich Swan. They're uh, you know they sort of exemplify, as you do impact. But who are some guys you would like to defend against? Get in some in-ring classic bouts with. Well,
2: there's there's two names that stick out right away that have been in Impact Wrestling for a very long time. Like I, I personally highly respect their in-ring work and would love to have the first time ever singles match with either one of them, Alex Shelley and Eddie Edwards, as you mentioned. Those matches have never happened. Uh, but like the thing with Impact Wrestling is, this is a place where young guys like myself get countless opportunities, and I, I see a lot of young hungry you know, competitors with a chip on their shoulder that have something to prove and they're going to be looking to knock me off. And I'm talking about guys like Chris Bay, people like uh, Ace Austin, and then like another guy uh, like Steve Macklin, who, you know, even though he started his career in the WWE, he is here with a chip on his shoulder to show what he can really do in the ring because he does not feel like he was able to do that there. So if there's anybody that's been gaining more momentum over the last few years, I would say it's Steve Macklin. Like he's somebody I definitely have my eye on.
0: But Macklin is like balls to the wall, just hard hitting every single second. I haven't really ever seen a buzzsaw like that since Buzz Sawyer type, uh, you know, for an old timer like me. Um, you know, I'm thinking, and I'll throw it to Jonathan and a sec, when the forbidden door hits again, knocks again at impact. How about a dream match? I don't know if up in Canada you work with Kenny, but I think people would salivate for a match like that. It
2: has never happened. It has uh, been something I've been questioned with and had the question posed myself before. And, uh, you know, a lot of people refer to Kenny Omega as the greatest active wrestler out of Canada. Uh, You know, I I put my name on a short list with that as well, and I would love to find out in a singles capacity someday. So
0: I'd welcome it. Definitely. Another one I want to throw out who's visited Impact a lot and had his own, to my understanding, very first outside of Ring of Honor well, title defense was on an impact ring and Jonathan Gresham. How about, have you guys fought in a singles before? Unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah,
2: we've had three singles matches over the past six years, and it's always something special. I I, I set it up for the first time I got in the ring with him. Uh, the first time we had to wrestle, it was the main event. It was the finals of a tournament so we did not have any time to speak prior to the match we went out there and we ended up wrestling for 40 minutes and wow. the chemistry the chemistry there was uh insane i i find to be one of the most talented wrestlers in the world if not the most talented wrestler i've ever been
0: in the ring with so and, and even though it's in an athletic framework you guys it's like artistry what you do on the canvas like nick foley said painting with wrestling brushes just artistry so Uh, man, that would be fantastic. Jonathan, let me throw back to you.
1: Well, this is more of a uh, personal question, I should say, because you were talking the physicality of what they've been doing over at Impact and stuff. And anyone who knows your history knows you had a – or knows you've had your share of bumps and bruises. You uh, had a couple of things with your neck, which you ended up having repaired. I think it was your C5 and 6 I heard rumblings of cauliflower ear, which is why you wear the headset, which is awesome. Reminds me a lot of Rick Steiner. So I appreciate that, especially with your style on a ring. So overall, how are you feeling with where you're at this far into your
2: career? Uh, I physically I feel great. Uh, (laughs) uh, Luckily, that pandemic hit, uh, you know, it was a terrible thing. But honestly, it gave me more time off than I've had in the first, you know, 1415 years I was in wrestling and just those two to three months that I really got to sit at home and kind of relax. Uh, it, it healed all these weird nagging injuries that I've been ignoring for years. And uh, I, I've completely changed my diet, my training regimen and stuff like that. In that time, I've, I've hired people, professionals, and listened to them rather than just trying to do it myself. And it's put me in a position where, uh, you know, physically I feel better than I felt when I was 20 years old. So I, I'm just trying to sustain that now, especially holding that world championship. It's all about staying healthy and, you know, getting those defenses under my belt.
1: It's funny you say that because I was listening to earlier an episode you did with uh, the former Aiden English, who is now on your broadcast team last year. And kudos for not being a drinker. But you were, they were taste testing during this episode, folks. But you said something similar, which I find amazing, and that for people who don't follow wrestling, wouldn't get it and you were talking about your neck injury and you go oh, i just got a broken neck uh, i'll eventually get it fixed and whatnot but everybody in the real world would go whoa you had a broken neck how are you walking and such and you know it's yeah you know, it was kind of amusing but i'm glad you're doing well so obviously you do do you like me and mike were talking about this earlier through email and such because of the different changes and stuff impact has a format of taking several weeks six, seven weeks of shows, whatever it may be, at one location. Do you like doing that? Because there's always so many changes, whether it be roster or this, that, the other. Who knows what can happen? Do you like doing it the way Impact does it currently?
2: Uh, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's just a necessary evil. Uh, The company has not grown to the point where uh, live weekly tapings are, you know, fiscally responsible. So, uh, you know, we have to do what we got to do. Obviously for me, uh, and I think most other wrestlers would agree with this. You want that live uh, taping experience. Like when you watch Raw on Monday night, that is broadcast live. There might be like a few second delay to cover up anything else, but that is not going to be edited or anything like that. And for me as a professional wrestler, what I do in that ring, I want that pressure of this being live. I want that pressure of having to be dependent on to like hit a home run whenever that pitch is thrown and if it's happening live there's no opportunity to edit there's no cover-ups pressures that like even highest and when i'm pushed against the wall when i feel like the deck is stacked against me that's when i always seem to rise to the occasion so that's what i enjoy personally but like it is what it is um and you know i i get to get that uh that juice uh, of the live performance out of the uh, impact plus shows and the pay-per-views at least so
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask because I was recently, I guess it was two or three months ago at this point, at the uh, Philadelphia tapings at the old ECW arena. And I was there both nights. And it seems like by the end of the second night, there may have been some burnout in terms of from the fan perspective. So would you like to do more live shows like you were saying with Raw, where it's live live every week compared to multiple tapings in one location?
2: Yeah, the, the benefit of the live shows is it's just a shorter program. Uh, when you when you tape, we, we, we tape two weeks every night, we, we tape. So you'll get about, you know, 50% more matches than you regularly would on a live taping. And that's, that's where you get the crowd burnout or anything like that. But it's, like I said, it's a necessary evil, the business we're in. Dr. Mike?
0: I, I should say, too, even during uh, the pandemic, uh, tapings when there were no fans, and up to current impact wrestling has been really knocking it out of the park with not can't miss shows you cannot miss impact because i mean who would have thought the Real honor guys and you know again gresham has been a super highlight and and talent from other promotions in all japan and the kenny omega stuff etc christian cage coming in who uh I, I hopefully I'm, I'm sure you know behind the scenes maybe he was the mentor to you a little bit and he picked his brain from the learning tree. Uh, but these shows are just outstanding. And, uh, you know, tie a Valkyrie back, which is fantastic, uh, you know, on all cylinders and all divisions, the men, the tag, women, uh, No Limits X, et cetera. Uh, it, it's just incredible. And, uh, and kudos to you. But how was it performing in front of no fans and then you're kind of uh, you know you're working for a different audience then sometimes maybe for the camera as opposed to an audience was that difficult because you guys again knocked it out of the park
2: yeah there, there was people that were like they had their struggles with it and everything like that I was lucky that up until pretty much the start of the pandemic I had run a wrestling school and my my actual first class was graduating a few weeks prior so to graduate from my class you guys had they had to have wrestling matches with me in a training capacity, at least. So I was wrestling matches in front of no crowd, you know, for months leading up to the the, the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And the the one thing that I always say about like the, the pandemic era, close set, no crowd thing, like it, it has the obviously it's knocks, you know, we are. Much like stand up comedians, or, you know, it's a performance art. You're performing for people, hopefully. And if you can't get that immediate reaction from the crowd, do you really know if you're doing well? That's the issue for a lot of people. And you don't get that adrenaline rush of that pressure I was speaking of before. So I had to fabricate ways to make you know, get myself an adrenaline rush. And for me, I'm just, I'm a ruthless competitor. I knew that the entire roster was watching on the monitor when I was out there competing uh, in my match. And I, I just wanted to, you know, have the best match possible and really, you know, wow, everybody in the locker room. Cause those are the people that were watching live as opposed to the people in the crowd. And uh, it, it, uh, in the most part, it, it benefited me so much. Like that Ironman match I had with TJP was the, the kicking off point, the oh, no. catalyst Forgetting. of where I am today. Yeah. And we did that match in front of no crowd, which, you know, if you talk to any wrestler out there, they're just completely shocked we went out and did that, for one. And the, the fact that it went so well is another thing that's a testament to, like, how good TJP is and how our chemistry worked together for that match. But, like, I've always been a fan of technical wrestling and one of the things that i've concentrated on my entire career was making sure there was no holes in my game and when we took the crowd out of the equation for that uh, pandemic era of wrestling i feel like everything that happened in the ring was under a microscope and that benefited me greatly because i could i could stand out even more
0: because there's no holes in my game certainly not uh you know tjp i shot him when he was like 13 14 on shows in SoCal working as Pinoy Boy with a mask on that I've given him you know, backstage these photos nobody else would provide him with. Of course, we're talking with Walking Weapon, Impact World Men's Champion, Josh Alexander. Josh, we're gonna get into some plugs. Would you like to plug your uh, your school? Cause I've had, you know, always plugged Lance Storm School, but why don't you give a plug to your school? That's amazing, just learning about uh, that. I,
2: I unfortunately, I, like I shut down my school, because, okay. uh, I had started it before I signed with impact wrestling and then trying to balance my school with the travel of impact wrestling and my other commitments. And then my family, it just got to be too much. So I had to, I had to let something give there. The school was the thing I had to
0: let go of. So. Is uh, Scotty De is his uh, school and promotion. They're still going. Uh, I don't think it's open at the moment. It shut down at the start of the
2: pandemic and I don't think it is reopened. I don't know if it is actually going to it, it, it would all depend. I'll, I'll poke him and prod him to see if it's going to happen, though.
0: You know, one name I want to say because, you know, we've all been following the uh, obstacles he had to find to get back into the U.S., you know, like five years is, of course, speedball Mike Bailey. And there's a dream match for you two guys uh, as well. There, he's killing it, he's a champ now, and uh, obviously going to Japan and, you know, super in demand. Um, when you look at and, and from Canada, too it just, it's sort of incredibly weird how, uh, you know, the stuff that was put on him. And, uh, so, but how about, uh, plans for that? Would that be, that'd be kind of cool. I know, you know, maybe not title versus title, but just a match between you two somewhere down the road, maybe in the next year or whatever.
2: Yeah. And like pressure makes diamonds. And I, I was lucky enough to see Mike Bailey get his first few matches when he was a teenager and he was wrestling the likes of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on oh. big shows. And, oh. uh, you know, that, that's a testament to his will, his heart, his passion for pro wrestling. And that's why he's so talented. He's a once in a lifetime kind of competitor wrestler. And I've had very special matches with him. I've been on the record saying that the second that we get to have a singles match in impact wrestling, it's going to be unlike anything anybody has ever seen. And I think it's honestly just a matter of time. Uh, the match could happen at any time now because he's X division champion and we have that thing called option c which is the thing i invoke to even face right. christian cage right. to win this title the first time so you know it, it's not out of my line of sight that that could happen at any time
0: another dream match there any match involving josh Alexander is a dream match okay next week uh friday saturday belt time or i believe they're letting in fans so get there early 6 30 this is uh, the Louisville Shows at Old Foresters Paris Town Hall, in Louisville, Kentucky. That's Muhammad Ali country. Go to Ticketmaster. That's Ticketmaster.com impact hyphen wrestling hyphen tickets slash artist slash 272 Or just go to obviously Ticketmaster, pop in Impact Wrestling. And uh, let me see, Josh, before we let you go. Uh, just got a minute or two. Do you have any other things you'd like to plug or say like, what have you always wanted to be asked in all these media scrums, but maybe haven't been asked?
2: I've been asked a million different things to put me on the spot like that. I have no idea. It's usually usually what's in my head is what I don't want to be asked. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And I'd rather not share that information, but... uh, We could share that at another
1: time, but I actually have one question for you before we let you go, sir. And obviously, as you hear wrestlers speak, you only have so many bumps on your bump card, and you've been at it for almost two decades and stuff at this point. What kind of goals do you have and want to accomplish before you hit your bump card total?
2: Uh, I mean, now as Impact World Champion, you know, I guess two-time technically uh Mm -hmm. you know the the goal is what's next it's just uh you know everybody as wrestling fans no matter how popular you are it's all about the chase and once you get that title it's the next one usually so people are people are already speculating who's going to dethrone me and stuff like that for me uh the only goal i can set is to try to make myself go down in the history books as one of the greatest world champions this company's ever had i would like when you know, when I close my eyes and I think about Impact Wrestling, all I see is AJ Styles first and foremost, and mm-hmm. I would like to, uh, you know, go down side by side or maybe dethrone AJ Styles as the one you think about when you think about Impact Wrestling.
1: Definitely a good goal. So, as Mike has been saying, check out Ticketmaster for the upcoming shows, but also check Impact out every Thursday, Access TV,
0: it's Impact Wrestling Day all day. From noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Impact Day on Access, check with The Walking Weapon, our pleasure and honor having Impact World Men's Champion, Walking Weapon Josh Alexander with us. And uh, I urge everybody, do not miss any of Impact's live house show events, their pay-per-views, and their weekly TV every Thursday on Access.
3: This brand is truly exciting, and I'm so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Sopery is a woman owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Sopery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne, and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and special seasonal gift sets. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansopery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sent ya. Hi, this is Booker T, five-time WCW champion and kiddo manager. Friday Night Smackdown, you listen to Crazy Train Radio, now can you dig that, sucker?